0: Okay, the question was submitted because uh, you guys apparently have a wedding to go to on Sunday, Um, that what do you do if you are a very firm yeshiva bachor who uh, tries to do things appropriately and live life with the appropriate level of tsnius, and you uh, have had friendships and relationships with people in the past um, of both genders, and you're going to be at a wedding and there will be many girls there that maybe you were friends with in the past and that would be very deeply insulted. If you were not nice to them and didn't stop to schmooze with them at the wedding? Did I understand the question correctly. Yeah. yeah? So, uh, how does one handle a situation like that? Um, I would tell you one way to handle it is by submitting this as a hashkafa question to Rabbi Kamenetsky. He's probably much better at this than I am, but I'll try to answer it from the halachic considerations uh, that are that that are prevalent. Um, so, just the let me just the, the way I'm going to structure this is the overall halachic issues or, or sources that relate to boys, girls, men, women interacting a lot, conversing, um, socializing then the counter-argument of the Brio sort of uh, picture and then just try to give a uh, basic um, approach that I think works. Um, hopefully we'll keep it within 10 minutes. The, the, uh, the basic idea in general of uh, how men and women interact in, in Halacha, the Gemara cannot be more clear about this in many, many places that the that Chazal were very anti-major socialization going on between men and women. The Gemara at the end, the Kiddushan, tells us that we should avoid putting ourselves in any of these types of situations. A father, when he teaches a sudden profession, should try to avoid teaching him a profession where he's going to be amongst women all the time. Because just being around women is just not a healthy situation where a guy is, is around women uh, all the time. The uh, the Gemara in the end of Maseches' sukkah tells us that there's a chiyuv to have a machitza separating men and women at Simchas Beis HaShoeva. And how do we know that? Because we know from the z- description the Navi Zechariah has of the Hesbit for the Mashiach Ben Yosef, where it describes men and women being separate. So we know that by the Simchas Beis HaShoeva, men and women should be separate. What's the the, 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 the What's the connection between the two? So the connection is that if in, even in times of avelus, where it's sadness, and people are not likely to be uh, overly social, people we still need a separation certainly in times of celebration in times of festive occasions certainly the, uh, the Yetzir Hara is that much stronger and the Torah demands a separation between men and women obviously that would uh, that would be a good maramakum for weddings as well which is obviously a very festive occasion and where the Yetzir Hara tends to be a little, more, a little more rampant. The Rambam rites in Hilchus Yantif, Perak Vav Halacha Chaf Aleph that during the Yom Tovim, the Beis has to appoint uh, special officers, Tsnius police during the Yom Tovim, to make sure, not to sneeze in terms of the way people dress, but to make sure that people aren't socializing too much, because on Yom Tovim, a lot of, everyone's off from work, people have a lot of time to hang around, and very often everyone comes to shul, and very often there's a lot of socialization going on. But the clearest and most obvious Mara is, of course, what it says in the Shulchan Aruch itself. The Shulchan Aruch in Eben Ezer, Simon Chavalov, says that a person should be marking himself from women, ma'od, ma'od very very much and that's a very obviously uncommon phrase in Shulchan Aruch to have a double ma'od and all the Shulchan Aruch is doing is just expressing what what uh, all these other Mamari chazal very clearly try to express it's like I remember Rav Willick said once Rav Mordechai told us once that a woman called him up with the following shayla there's a movie that came out, that's, uh, probably let's, let's just say it was a Harry Potter movie, the first Harry Potter movie, and she's very into Harry Potter, but her husband could care less about Harry Potter, never read any of the books. And they are close family friends with another couple who the man is very into Harry Potter and the woman could care less about Harry Potter. So the woman wanted to know, can I go watch the Harry Potter movie with my friend's husband, and we're just going to go, and our spouses don't don't care about it, so uh, so they're not interested in going. And our spouses are fine; they're mochel. Can we go? Can we go to the movie together? And Rabbi Willock said, "No." And the woman said, "Oh yeah? Where is it written in in Shulchan Aruch? Where is it written anywhere?" He said, "It's all of Shulchan Aruch. Certain things don't have to be spelled out in one specific spot. It's so obvious that that's the overall view." Of what uh, what Chazal want from us, it's not something that's really very debatable in terms of uh, what the Marma Kamals point to uh, in in Chazal. Now the Aruch HaShulchan says, uh, also famously in Aruch Hayim Simin Gimel Siv Dalid, that by Tashlich women shouldn't go to Tashlich. The Aruch HaShulchan says, what's wrong with women going to Tashlich? Because it creates a social scene. So women and men shouldn't go to Tash at the same time. Any situation where, you, where it's going to be a social scene, I, I ideally should be avoided. That's what the Archa, the Archa Shulchan writes. Now, there is one Maramakam that seems to point in the other direction. The Lavush quotes the Sefer Chasidim. Sefer Chassidim writes that at a wedding where there's mixed seating, you shouldn't say Shah Simcha Bimono because it's not really such a great Simcha since there's mixed seating. That's what the sefer of Hasidim writes. So the Levush says, yeah, but nowadays it's different because nowadays we're much more accustomed to having women sit right near us. When we take the subway, there are women all over the place. Whenever whatever. we walk in the streets, the women are, are in the office. They're, they're all over the place. We're much more accustomed to having women sit near us without uh, getting all out of sorts and, uh, and allowing it to affect us so much. So since we're much more accustomed to us, he uses the phrase that they're like Avzi like, Chivri, like, they're like white geese which I guess white geese were commonly found on the streets of uh, Bavel. So, uh, so he says, so that's a phrase from the Gemara, so he says, since they're so commonly found uh, to, around all the time, so therefore there's, uh, there's, nothing, to, there's nothing to worry about in terms, of se- in terms of separate seating versus mixed seating. But overall socializing, he's not denying that that would be bad. He's just saying, I don't think it's going to come to that. I don't think it's going to, just because there's not, uh, there's not a mechita in, in terms of the seating, I don't think it's necessarily going to come to inappropriate socializing. Rabbi Yochanan in the Gemara and Baba Basra Alvan says that he remembers a time in Eretz when there used to be such a thing as a boy and a girl, 16, 17 years old hanging out together without doing Averos and he said, but now, nowadays that no longer exists, Rav Yosef writes in one of his Shubas that if it no, it no longer exists in the times of uh, the Gemara Kalvachomer ben Benoshal Kalvachomer it doesn't exist anymore nowadays the Gemara at the end of uh, Sukkah the Gemara in Sanhedrin, at the end of Sanhedrin also says the, 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 the Gemara that Ravi Kamenetsky quoted a couple of weeks ago about how uh, ever cut on yesh Adam and the more that a person feeds that ever the hungrier it gets that that's how the Yetzar Hara works sometimes that being around too many of these situations doesn't make it immune doesn't make a person immune to it to the contrary it makes a person someone who becomes a chefza of uh, of arayas, chefza of znos you become someone who's much more inclined toward it not immune from it so as an ideal do we do we hold that uh, you know, voice and girls should always be hanging out together and uh, be schmoozing all the... It's a double Pashtun. It's an open and shut case. Any, any POSIC worth his weight in anything, whoever discussed this issue, uh, said that it's... Uh, that, that it said as much. That it's a double Pasha, that it is not an ideal. Anyone who's ever spoken publicly on the matter or uh, written on the matter is uh, has, has written that way. I've, I I wrote an article once on co-education and I looked very hard to try to find any POSIC that says otherwise. I finally found one rabbi who wrote an essay about how great co-education is. turned out that he was a conservative rabbi. I couldn't find anyone who, uh, who really held, who anyone of stature, who really held that it's, uh, that it's an ideal. Um, again, you could argue what people of stature are. I'm talking about people who are widely recognized as Polskan and So, you know, you could argue that, uh, you know, whatever. Some people might, might argue that, whatever, they don't have the same definition as people of stature that I have. But anyway, uh, that, that's the, the, the Torah Ashkafe as far as I see it. Um, and as far as it's been taught to me by my Rebbein and this is true you should know it's, it's a good Ashkafa to know this doesn't stop when you get married a lot of times guys get married and they think oh now it's Muslim to talk to girls no it actually becomes more Asr because a lot of the potential women that you would be socializing with are now in ish they're your friends' wives and things like that it's not okay now to you know one of the big biggest avlas that you find in, in unfortunately many modern orthodox communities is uh, is lack of Zihirus in, uh, in 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 and other people's wives give Bader khiba you have non orthodox shuls where people uh, you know hug and kiss other people's wives after Shul. it's not terrible terrible Avva, obviously, ish is something that's a very severe iser. So that's something that happens even after you get married. I remember there was once a rabbi who, uh, teaching in a seminary or in a yeshiva in Israel, who said, You know, you can have a healthy friendship with someone of the opposite gender even after you're married. And he said, The guy said, I know that I call up a woman that I was friendly with when since we were teenagers whenever I have issues that I don't want to talk about with my wife. And I talk to this woman about these issues, and we, uh, you know, and it's perfectly healthy and perfectly fine. And I was like, So shocked, that I went to. Uh, uh, a Rebbe who I respected very much and asked him, you know, what's, is there really such a Torah Hashkafa that, that you can have such a relationship? That there exists such an animal? That there's such a relationship? And he said, well, there's two possibilities. Either the guy is completely off base and is totally Hashkafically messed up, or he's such a tzaddik gummer and tzaddik yisododododdim so that he would never have your hurim and he would never even come to that situation. So the Rebbe said to me, I'm not going to say the Rebbe, well, the Rebbe said to me, so did Ravar Lichtenstein say it? I said, no. He said, "Okay, so then it's possibility number one. The only way you could imagine someone not having it's, it, Ravard looks to be pretty strict on these types of issues. He's not, uh, he's not so liberal on uh, on, on, on these issues. Uh, but anyway, that's on the one side." So certainly as an ideal, should we be involved in socializing when we're not ready to get married and it's just time for fun, certainly as an ideal, that's, that's, that's open and shut, there's nothing to talk about. Right, the Gemara famously in Erevin and and Bays with the story of uh, Bruria and Rabiosi Aglili. Rabiosi Aglili uh, asks Sereza, How do you get to Lud? And she says... How horrible of you! You're supposed to say, Eza lulud. You're supposed to use as few words as possible instead of saying, Eza Derech Lalud. What the way to get to Lud is, you use two extra words. And you, don't you realize you're talking to a woman? You're not supposed to say extra words when you're talking to a woman? There are so many, countless mamari chazal in like mishna Novos, Al whatever. You have so many mamari chazal in that, in that direction. On the other hand, we also have a mitzvah, uh, Mishnah Avos also have a Kala Adam Sever You're supposed to greet everyone with a, with a friendly uh, demeanor. Person's is not supposed to uh, run to the other side of the street when you see somebody that you know. That's considered mean and nasty and not a nice thing to do at all. You're supposed to greet somebody in a, in a very nice way. The Gemara in Yuma, also very famous. Specifically for B'nai Torah. You have a unique opportunity if people associate you with Torah, and they associate you with B'nai Torah, and they say, oh, what a mensch. And even though he's so into learning and he's always learning all the time, still knows how to be a mensch, he's a nice person. Mesaiv al-Yadcha, Hashem Shemaim be al could be a tremendous Kiddush Hashem for people maybe who aren't always so sensitive to exactly what a Yeshiva Bachar necessarily uh, stands for. The uh, I, you might say, but you know, I want to be nice and I want to be friendly, but it's just, it's just too difficult because uh, you know, I'm trying to stay away from these situations and I, I just don't want to start something where I'm going to be in this type of situation it's so much easier for me to just run away and have the person say that I'm a nasty person than to have to confront the situation so I like to say over a story with Rav Yisrael it happened once, Rabbi Salantir, Rav Yosef quotes this in his uh, in, in Sefer, Anachet Savos in Pirkei Avos that Rav Yisrael was walking once in Erev, Erev Rosh or Erev Yom Kippur and he saw another big Talmud Chacham who was totally consumed with the pachad of the yom The Person was like trembling, and Rabbi Alaihi ran over to him to ask him something. And the guy was so consumed with the pachad of the yom Adin, he didn't even hear of Israel. He didn't respond to him; just ignored him. Rabbi Shlomo said to the people that were with him, "What a horrible thing! Just because he has his pachad of the yom Adin, he doesn't have to be mekabel kaladim sefer panim yafos anymore. He has to take it out on me." I have to experience his pachad. Let him experience his pachad. When you're dealing with other people, you're supposed to deal in a kind and friendly and friendly way with other people. So it seems as a, as a double Pashu that, uh, especially if there are people who know you and who expect, you know, who, who, who you had some sort of relationship, some sort of friendship with, that it's, it's appropriate to be friendly. And it's appropriate to be nice, to be friendly, to be cordial. And you don't have to sit there schmoozing for an hour. But to be, how you doing? Nice to see you. Those are all appropriate things to say. Um, you know, w- what are you up to? Whatever, and that's it. And then, uh, okay, it was wonderful seeing you. Take care. Be well. You know, not not necessarily say, oh, here's my phone number. Text me sometime or whatever. You know, leave it at that. But uh, but certainly, while there, to be as friendly and cordial as possible. Now, some people say, have an issue sometimes, that uh, a lot of the, uh, 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 the people that, whether it works in both, directions in terms of gender. A lot of girls have the issue that guys who maybe didn't uh, get so from in yeshiva and guys have the issue that the girls that they were friends with that didn't get so from in yeshiva, they don't understand and they get upset. That What do you mean you're not going to sit in schmooze with me for 45 minutes outside of the wedding? I don't get it. What's wh- Why aren't you going to sit in schmooze with me? Uh, wh- why do, wh- what do you find wrong with that? So The truth is, I think, and this is my own personal opinion, that you have an achrayist that a reasonable person will take you to, will, under, will, will, uh, will respond well to you. You have an Christ to be kind to a reasonable person on a level where that reasonable person will then say, you know what, that was very nice. It was very nice of that person to act in that way. I don't think you have an Christ to Meshugahim. There are always going to be mishugunas that don't like you, no matter who you are. At least if you're in my profession, there are always people that don't like you. Some of them mishugun, some of them aren't mishugun. Some of them are people that you know maybe you did something to hurt them. But you don't have to. You don't have to be achroy for every moshugena. So, person. So, I'm going to spend my whole friend's wedding schmoozing with someone outside in the hall for, for an hour instead of dancing with Chassan Kala and uh, risking all sorts of uh, emotional baggage that comes along with it because uh, the person's a Meshugana that anything less than that is not uh, is not being cordial and nice. Uh, you know, I don't think you have to you have to go that far. It should be noted um, as just on on a whole when it comes to weddings. Weddings are a very good place when you are ready. To make social connections, you know, to uh, to find you're going to the weddings of your friends, your friends are very often very much like you, and therefore the girls that are friends with your friend's wife are very often going to be pretty much your pool of candidates for uh, for your own shidduch. So it's uh, it's kedai to, and that's a very often a much more natural environment. To be able to uh, to make connections with people at a, at a wedding. Look, if you're not holding there yet, so don't start making those connections yet. But when you are holding there, you know, I didn't always take this so seriously. I was at a wedding last week, two weeks ago, whenever it was, and uh, one of my talmidim is in Availus. He's in his yud beis Chodesh. and he asked me if he's allowed to come to the wedding. It was his best friend's wedding, so I said you can come to the Rav Belsky happens to pass you can come to the chupa. I think Rav you is not supposed to Belsky is you can come to the chupa when you're in Availus. But I said you shouldn't come into the main ballroom play music and dancing whatever you shouldn't come so right after the chuppah we were schmoozing for a while and he said let me just walk into the main ballroom for a couple of minutes with you and I said you know you really you really shouldn't he said no oh, before the chassem and kala come not for the dancing not for anything it's important that I be there for a little bit he said I'm, I'm in the parsha, and this is where connections happen He's like what are you kidding me come on, you're not going to find a shidduch if uh, you don't come into the to the wedding? You know, I was not comfortable with him coming in at all. I asked Rabbi Willig, you know, I, I asked Rabbi Willig afterwards, what, what should I have done? Like, he said he should not be coming into the... But anyway, the guy came in, and uh, he's and and we were schmoozing for a couple of minutes, and I said, okay, you should really get out of here, and he left. The second he left, someone comes over to me, who's that guy that you were talking to? I have someone for him. <laughs> Sometimes you know, so I, I no longer underrate wedding as a place to maybe uh, to maybe find a find find a proper a proper shidduch. And always, I'm a big fan. Of, like Rav Shapira always says, of uh, trying to the, the, once you're at that age to be able to meet someone in a more natural environment is a very nice advantage to have. I am convinced that there are many shidduchim that are nixed after one date because. It wasn't a comfortable enough environment for the for the people to actually get to know each other and get to see each other and acting in a normal kind of way. And therefore, they just they just nix it after one date. I think there are many more opportunities and it's perhaps more in you know, those types of environments. Rashakti used to always tell guys, when you get married, make the tables for the singles, mixed seating at the tables for the singles. Doc at the singles tables where they should be able to socialize and meet each other. What normally happens when you do that is the guys sit on one side of the table, the girls sit on the other side of the table and they act awkward and they don't talk. To each other all the whole time, and it's just very uncomfortable. But at least in theory, as as an idea, as an ideal, um, it's uh, it, it it is certainly a a good idea. So weddings, you know, are a good place to meet people. Just uh, nice. not yet. When when the time comes, whenever you feel you're ready, it could be yet. Whenever, whenever you feel you're ready, uh, that's that's. But uh, well, it shouldn't be a, a place to, where you know that there's no shaychus and that it's someone who you have no connection to, and you're not gonna have a connection. Just stop to socialize with them because you were friends in ninth grade, and uh, you know you went out for two weeks in ninth grade before. You know, like I don't think that you have any. You have an achrayis to be a mensch I think that's all. Uh, that's, that's that's as far as the achrayis goes. Right